Welcome to episode 4. That was Putri Milansari, world performing Balinese dancer. An aspirational role model, she is somebody with the courage to leave a lucrative corporate career in pursuit of what she loves most, dancing. I am Tanya and you're listening to Janda Bacanda. What I, I see from you is obviously you're very passionate about dancing and passionate about the culture yeah. more than anything else. And what I'd like to have a, an idea for somebody else who's listening is that how can you pursue a career for something that you're passionate in? And you're, you're a living example of that. And as a result, you've been able to make a career out of that. So maybe you can walk through in terms of was it was it always natural for you to to choose the dancing life um, and how did you um, how did you sort of format that so that it can turn into a business and if somebody else is listening and saying yeah you know I can see that for myself I can see how I can do that for me our job yeah. I was I did that um, gladly because I didn't really like corporate life <laughs> I want to dance all the time that's that's really that's really my passion so yeah so I started uh, teaching full time in 2015 uh-huh. and I never looked back <laughs> oh fantastic so <laughs> I never looked so back four years later then yeah but the thing is that from the business side I never really uh, take care of that all I all I do is I come and teach and okay. then students are performing I uh, prep them and I help them so that's that's what I love the most and of course performing on the side I love the rehearsing uh, moments I love time spent with my fellow troop dancers because they're my family basically so yeah I don't really deal with the business side I just teach and then I get the salary <laughs> luckily because I don't really have a business uh, <laughs> Well, what do you mean by the business side? You mean you don't market, you don't advertise, I, or you don't? I don't. Well, I, I, I would, I would think people would say that my Instagram posts advertise myself. Yeah. When what I do, what I think I'm doing with my Instagram is just really sharing my passion, like okay. my dancing, my rehearsals, and my students. Mm-hmm. You know, because these are the things that uh, yeah. that, that are closest to my life. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> so that's how I, uh, that's how people see me advertising. But yeah, and then so many of um, of my new students um, knew me from Instagram. They, yeah. they would follow me, and then they would uh, they would uh, message me and ask, "Where can I join your class?" Mm-hmm. And then some would. Uh, offered me a workshop, they would say, can you come to our community in Chibubur and elsewhere to give a workshop? And I would do that gladly. I do that. So, in, 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 I think you do it so casually and so naturally to pakai baju kebaya. Like, I, I think I met you recently, the mall. Yes. I was having my coffee with my family and then out, <laughs> out, you, out of a taxi you came like in like, full baju kebaya like on my, like lunchtime and it was absolutely adorable. I just adored that. Um, so not just dancing but also the kebaya so which is part of an it's a big movement now that, that everybody's yeah, doing yeah. And, but obviously for you it's not just hari selasa kebaya. No. <laughs> Because today is Nasa flying your way to Baya. So tell me a little bit more about that and what that means to you to be able to 
So I feel by wearing it, I'm I'm you know just a little bit, but an advocate, and I want people to be more and more into it because it's yeah. ours. Mm-hmm. You know? We don't want it to suddenly not born anymore, and then and then for my kids to remember, oh yeah, we used to have this. That's like the worst thing that could happen. It's a it's a cultural richness that we need to supaya budaya tidak hilang di tengah zaman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next thing that I wanted to ask for you, so the first time I met you, I actually knew you as a painter. Yeah. And uh, we uh, had one of your paintings in, in our <laughs> offices, and it was beautiful. So tell me more about this. So you, you obviously have a lot of different passion, a lot of different interests. Do you still paint? I still paint. Uh, I still paint. Yeah, fortunately. Um, that's good. Uh, I just started again, actually. So the yeah. thing is that I would come as a as a guest lecturer mm-hmm. every year. I come to teach two classes at Venice International University. Teaching what? To teach um, acrylic painting. Okay. So you also teach painting? Yes, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> Because so, okay. I really, really paint. I don't really have time. But uh, recently my partner and I have, like he has, he has, taken a liking and painting and I've been teaching him so we've been painting together and it's great. Oh, the couple that paints together paints together. <laughs> it's lovely. It's fantastic. <laughs> I love hearing that. It's wonderful. What's next for you in terms of the next big thing that you're pursuing? I don't know. I like to just uh, live my life day, you know, day by day. day, by day. Okay. Um, to live in the now. It's like there's always something coming up and I like yeah. the element of sur- surprise that life always provides for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, of course I make plans. Um, so with my troop, every year we would go back to Bali because we don't want to be stagnant as dancers. We always try to to uh, to do or to study from a teacher in Bali every year and it's usually in October so this is the time we're going to go this Friday all nine of us and we're going to study two classical dances in Sabah this is a village near Ubud and dance and learning two Legong dances that comes from Sabah so yeah and then we would learn it take videos and then we would uh, try to perform it here in Jakarta because these dances uh, Jakarta's have never we've never, seen, never seen them live okay. so yeah we learned something like that from last year's Legong Plagion is a really, really rare dance right. I it took me three years to find a teacher that could still dance it so these are uh, yeah these are this is your point that you were saying yeah that they disappear because yeah because people don't dance it anymore so <laughs> we're very happy because last year we went I found a teacher we went to study it and then as soon as we learned it people in Bali started to like oh yeah we have that dance how yeah. come we forgot about it and now we're in Bali we would Uh, kids have started to perform it again oh, wow. and we feel like you know it's, it's because of us so it's really proud although we're Jakarta dancers we're not considered real dancers by the Bollywood because we're Bollywood dancers in Jakarta yeah 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 there's well, always that I'm sorry I just pulled a face um, <laughs> for those who are listening at home because how is it that Bollywood don't consider you Bollywood there dancers? Is, there is, there's always that you know because we are considered to um I mean, in my troop, only maybe only four Balinese, and the rest are from 
different ethnic. Okay. So it's like Veneca to Marika, right? Okay. So our troupe is, um, is considered Anakchakarta, you know? Yeah. We're not considered as real Sinemantari by the Balinese. Okay. So for us to actually, we it's hard for us to get to find a stage in Bali itself. Mm. But, but uh, it doesn't matter because we're here in the capital city and uh, we spread it here and in other cities and abroad, yeah. so it doesn't matter. We're passionate about the dance, the culture, mm-hmm. and we don't really care. But um, yeah, for the Balinese itself, we would not be considered as real Balinese dancers, you know? So it, we're happy that uh, something we've done yeah. actually inspired them to preserve their culture. So anyway, we're going when to you say it's their culture, it's actually your culture too. Yes. So that's why I'm always a little bit. The thing is that I'm eye rolling a little bit because I know a little bit that the Balinese can be a little bit guarded about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Balinese, but, but because I've never lived in Bali, I grew up here in Java. Is that right? Yeah, I've never lived in Bali, so. <coughs> so, so who taught you how to dance? Uh, so my dad, my. Um, He had, he had four daughters, right? Mm-hmm. And so he was posted all over Indonesia. Mm-hmm. But since we're little girls, he always um, insisted that, you know, you shouldn't lose your roots just because you don't give body. So he always um, called a tutor and brought his dad's tutor to teach us. So yeah, that's how, that's how, how you've maintained yeah. that learning. Because <laughs> my dad insisted that we all needed to able to dance. I see. And were your teachers Balinese? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. They were Balinese. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And even if in, in Java or everywhere else in yeah. Indonesia? Yeah, are always Balinese, uh, Balinese teachers. Okay, so I guess that's for other parents who want to have their kids learn Balinese dancing. Then mm-hmm. that's good to know that Balinese dancing has a lot of resources for people to yeah, learn yeah. and pick that up. Yeah. Um, I, I won't say that only Balinese, uh, uh, real Balinese uh, dancers can teach well. They're also great, my, my friends included. But yeah, I'm just, uh, I just happen to have all my teachers. Happen to be Balinese. Kalau selain Pari Bali yang maybe like Japanese dance or anything like that, would you learn those dances in the future? Or I admire the Japanese dance very much, but I think for my for my characters, I like the dynamic with and and Balinese is very like I um, contact. Yeah, while the Japanese dance are more meditative, okay. it's more like inward and. As much as I admire it, I really, we have uh, several uh, choreographies where we collaborate Japanese and Balinese dance, and it worked, and I love it. But I, I don't really see myself dancing Japanese. Maybe Sundanese, because Sundanese dance is quite uh, expressive, yeah, quite similar to Balinese. And Jawa Timur is Japanese dances. The Bapeng are also very dynamic. Well, Central Japanese, I don't really see myself dancing. I look forward to seeing you dance those. But I, I love both. <laughs> would you learn them? I would. Yeah. I have time. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> you seem to be able to squeeze in a lot of things. Um, maybe I love that. I love that you're a teacher, but also always a student. And um, yeah, that's yeah. a good thing. I love the idea of lifelong learning. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you're going back to Bali. You're going to come back with some new dances for oh, us. Yeah, excited. And so, when can audiences in Jakarta expect to see your new dance? Um, I'm not sure. I haven't. Re- I don't really have any performances planned yeah. for the rest of this year because November is coming and December is usually quiet month mm-hmm. because everyone's uh, going away. Mm-hmm. Uh, for school holidays and Christmas and yeah and we don't really have classes starting mid-December but usually by early Feb it's going to force again so early next year yeah we can see that and uh, for you have your Instagram poetry reading yeah yeah at so poetry at poetry reading so everybody can go and follow uh, Putri and she's <laughs> absolutely gorgeous in that and Like me, you can stalk her on. But yeah, so wonderful. Thanks so much for sharing all that with me today. No problem. Very happy. Yeah, I'm glad. Well, all right. So until the next um, dance lesson. Bye. I hope you've enjoyed my interview with Putri Minangsari. For show notes and more episodes, you can find it on my website, jandabachanda.com. I am Tanya and you're listening to Janda Bachanda.